my dearly beloved, greetings to all of you who have gathered here today in the name of our precious Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. I am Reverend Dr. Lydia Waters, the senior pastor of Pacoima First United Methodist Church in Pacoima, California. And oh, we are so happy that you have joined our worship. This Sunday is Pentecost Sunday, one of my favorite Sundays in the Christian year. So let us prepare our souls, our minds, our spirits to hear a word from the Lord. Open your Bibles and we will get started with praise. We will be directed by our Minister of Music. Sister Hope Carr, accompanied by her husband, Brother Darnell Carr. Let us sing praises to the Lord our God. Because, you know, when praises go up, blessings come down. There's nothing worth more that will ever come close Nothing can compare Your our living hope Your presence, Lord I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of love when my heart becomes free and my shame is undone you pray Beloved, come with me now to our scripture. Our scripture reading is found in the Acts of the Apostles, Acts chapter 2, 
verses 1 through 4. Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. And listen now for the word of the Lord. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly, from heaven, there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as a fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. And now, won't you pray and for me on this Pentecost Sunday. Oh Lord, as I come, I seek a fresh and full anointing of the Holy Spirit from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I pray, God, that the Holy Spirit will just hover over me as I preach the word of God to your people. And so now I ask, Lord, that you would allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for you are my strength and you are my redeemer. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray it. Let everybody say, Amen. Our sermon topic is, We Need the Power of the Holy Spirit. This Sunday is called Pentecost Sunday. It is the day that the Holy Spirit filled the church. This is the day when churches around the world will talk about the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. And so I want to talk with you today about why we need the Holy Spirit. Because in a day like this, oh, in times like these, we really do need the Holy Spirit and so I feel constrained to look at our scripture text in the book of the Acts of the Apostles in order to discover why this is so. We will learn from the book of Acts why the early church needed and received the Holy Spirit. And then this will give us a clue as to why we still need the Holy Spirit so desperately today. Well, first, my beloved, we need the Holy Spirit so that we can have power to stop waiting and start working. Verse 1 of our lesson says, When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. Well, why were they all together in one place? And the answer is found in Luke chapter 24, verse 49, where Jesus tells his disciples to just tarry in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. They were there because Jesus told them to go there and tarry. Or in other words, go there and wait. But they were not to wait indefinitely. They were to wait until something happened, until they received not just power, but spiritual power. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So let us take a look 
at the meaning of the word power. What is the definition of power? Well, the Tinsdale Bible Dictionary defines power as the ability to do things by virtue of strength, skill, resources, or authorization. And the Bible says a Christian's power, spiritual power, comes from God through the Holy Spirit. So let's say this. God's power, the Holy Spirit's power, is the greatest ability to do, act, produce, or affect strongly. It is movement with vigorous force and great strength. Well, if that's true, if the truth be told, this is the very thing the church needs today because the church of Jesus Christ needs spiritual power from on high to have the ability to do great work. Can I get an amen, amen? But you see, but you see, too many times people don't want to do church work because the work of the church is different from any other kind of work. Oh, yes, the church is here to educate, but our, our work goes beyond education. And yes, we're here to do mission and social services, but our work goes beyond mission and social services. Yes, we're here for fellowship and social networking and sharing, but our work goes beyond fellowship and social networking. And when we get all caught up in these things, we get off balance because schools and welfare agencies and other agencies that help missions and hospitals, they can do all the above and not even be Christian. Mm -hmm. Therefore, when we as the church of Jesus Christ get all caught up in doing things that any agency can do, then we need to check our works righteousness ego attitude. That's a whole nother sermon. And that's when we talk more about our missions than we do about how many we have saved. Oh, we're in trouble as the church. Why? Because as the church of Jesus Christ, our main reason for being here is to enable the spiritual transformation of men, women, boys, and girls. We must do more than any federal or county or state or city government agency can ever do when it comes to spiritual transformation. We're the church. We are here to spiritually transform society so that the problems of society cease to exist. Oh, agencies work to change society from the outside in. But we are here to change society from the inside out. We, we Christians are here to change society by first changing the hearts, the souls, and the spirits of people. And the only way to change a heart a soul and a spirit within a person is through the power of the Holy Spirit of God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We've changed laws in this country only to see them ignored because laws do not change the hearts and the souls and the spirits of people. And until hearts and souls and spirits are changed, actions will not change. Repentance will not happen. The Bible says supernatural, miraculous things do not happen by human power or human might. But by my spirit, says the Lord. Oh, yes. Laws have changed, 
But just look at our society. Still activating all the isms of the world because people's hearts, their souls and spirits have not been changed. Amen. Child of God, child of, of God, we, we first need the Holy Spirit so that we can have spiritual power to stop waiting for change to come and working so that change will happen. We need the Holy Spirit to go out into our communities and our world and make disciples of Jesus Christ. But for that to happen, we must first be filled, filled with the Holy Spirit ourselves. Because then and only then will we be about the upbuilding of God's kingdom here on this earth. We need the baptism and the power of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. And beloved, there's a second reason why we need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit so that we can stop whispering and start witnessing. Yes, verse 2 of our lesson says, And suddenly, I love suddenly, a, a, a sound came from heaven like the rush of a mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues as of fire, distributed and resting on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Oh, glory to God. I can remember when I received uh, my prayer language at a Methodist conference. It was. Now, the key word here for us today is speak. You see, after the crucifixion of Jesus, his disciples were too afraid to speak up. We're afraid of the Holy Spirit. That's why we can't speak up. So they met in secret places and spoke in whispers because they knew that they were still in danger of being killed because they were associated with Jesus. Oh, but oh, oh, you need to hear me. You need to hear me. When the Holy Spirit came, my Lord, when the Holy Spirit came, oh, Jesus, they spoke in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. It's amazing. Now, some of us have experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and we have a prayer language, or we speak in tongues. But whether you have spoken in tongues or not, here we find people speaking in such a powerful way that went beyond the language they understood and talked in such a way that everybody could understand somebody. They didn't speak in tongues. They spoke other tongues. When you speak in tongues, God can understand what you're saying, but the devil cannot. Oh, we need to be able to pray like that. Beloved, when we are filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, it crosses languages and cultural barriers. Listen, I felt the Holy Spirit when I was in a church in Korea. I felt the Holy Spirit in a church in Africa. I felt the Holy Spirit in a church in Mexico. I felt the Holy Spirit in worship in non-denominational churches. Listen, the Holy Spirit crosses over all our differences. Let me remind you that the founder of this denomination, now called the United Methodist was a preacher named John Wesley. And John Wesley started this denomination under the power of the Holy Spirit. 
and he boldly talked about it. Wesley said during a worship service, my heart was strangely warmed. <laughs> In other words, he was filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Receiving the Holy Spirit is a strange, marvelous, transrational, supernatural experience. The anointing of the Holy Spirit will change our life and set us free. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. I need to hear amen. Listen, my beloved. When you start praising the Lord, lifting the name of Jesus, and testifying about how he has changed your life, People will fully understand. And they'll even want what you have. When you say, thank you, Jesus. People understand. When you say, hallelujah. Oh, people understand. When you say, praise the Lord. Oh, people will understand. The Bible says they began to speak in power. Oh, glory to God, child of God. When we can no longer Whisper. We can't whisper about the church. We can't even be quiet about the church. We must speak out with power. Power from on high. This world has so many issues today that the church of Jesus Christ needs to be speaking out the power of love. Not all this other stuff that distracts us. It's the power of love for all humanity. We need the Holy Spirit to give us power to witness to the world of God with life-changing, situation-transforming effectiveness. We need to open our mouths and spread the gospel, the good news that Jesus is alive and the power of the Holy Spirit is available to all people. Now, some, some of you may wonder, what if I don't know what to say when I witness? Don't worry about it, child of God. Just get moving and share the good news and depend on the Holy Spirit. For God declares in the Psalms, open your mouth and I will fill it. Oh, so first, so first we need the Holy Spirit so that we can stop waiting and start working. Secondly, we need the Holy Spirit so that we can stop whispering and start witnessing. Oh, glory to God. And there's a third reason why we need the Holy Spirit. Thirdly, we need the Holy Spirit so that we can have power to stop faltering and start fighting. Listen, listen. God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Beloved, I say this because we are engaged in a spiritual warfare today and we need the Holy Spirit to win. There's a war between our spirit and our flesh, and we will never win without the Holy Spirit power. There's a war in our homes. There's a war in our jobs. There was war uh, 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 in our families, war in our schools, wars around the world. The Bible teaches us, for we do not fight against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual weakness in high places. And we will never 
ever win the war without the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, the Bible says, for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The anointing of the Holy Spirit destroys yokes. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Beloved, do, do you want that power? Do you? Oh, I do. I want the anointing power of the Holy Spirit more and more every minute of every day. And if you want it, you must have a passion, a yearning, and a longing for the God's power. You must have a starvation in your heart that calls you to search and search until you experience in your own life the miracles recorded in the Bible. The very same miracles that are available today. Spiritual first drives his anointing. It draws his anointing. That's why the Lord promised through the prophet Isaiah when he said, I will pour Water on him who is thirsty and floods on the dry ground. I will pour my spirit on your descendants and my blessings on your offspring. Oh, child of God, you know what? Let me say this as clearly as possible. Church of Jesus Christ, our way and our survival demands on the Holy Ghost. We need the power today of the Holy Spirit. Listen, listen. We might be devastated, burned out, and reduced to ruin sometimes, but the Holy Spirit is able to build us back up and restore us to wholeness. I know about that. He, he can and, and he will. The Holy Spirit will not let you look like the trouble you've been through. I'm a witness. And so therefore, let me witness to you this morning. Let an old soul tell you what I know, what I know, what I know. The Holy Spirit repairs us when we are broken, restores us when we are devastated, renews us when we are exhausted, saves us when we are lost, helps us when we are weak. He directs us when we have lost our way. The Holy Spirit encourages us when we want to give up. He holds on to us when we are running away. Oh, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity is the power of God. And let me leave you with this example. It's not, you know, we go to turn on a beautiful lamp and the lamp has a bulb in it. There's wiring and we turn on the on button. We, we turn on the button. We turn it on. But the lamp does not light up. The lamp does not work. So we ask ourselves, what's the problem with the lamp? So, so we begin to check it out. We begin to investigate. We look down only to discover that this beautiful lamp with all of its parts is not plugged in to the power source. We plug it into the power source and it works. Well, well church, that's, that, 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 that's what we have to be. We have to be plugged into the Holy Spirit for us to act like a real Christian, we have to be plugged into our power source. 
We have no spiritual power to do God's work until we are plugged in to the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, church, just look. Look at the songwriter, he says it. Holy Spirit, fall fresh on me, Lord, please anoint me. Let it pray that this word from the Lord has blessed you. I now open the doors of the church and I invite you to become a disciple of Jesus Christ. Oh, we are busy as a church recruiting disciples for Jesus Christ by any means necessary. Because this, beloved, is a time like none other and it is critically important to become a member of the church of Jesus Christ. Oh, it's time to be obedient to our God, our Creator today. 
put your name on the church roll, give your tithes, offerings, and share your gifts and talents to God's church. We invite you to go to our website and follow the leads on the site for giving, for joining, or for calling. And also, I hope that you'll say amen to this service by just hitting that thumbs up button and by subscribing to our YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter. And remember, spread the word of God by sharing this video. The Bible says, the people cannot hear without preaching. So pray for me that this word counts. This is Pentecost. Pray that the power of the Holy Spirit will come. But let me remind you that he's such a gentleman, he won't come unless he's invited. And so I pray that you will seek, ask, expect the power. Activate the power of the Holy Spirit. And now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with each and every one of you in the name of Jesus. Let us all say, Let it fall.